Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. We're talking about Batman the Animated Series. I love Batman the Animated Series. We threw up a poll on Patreon to be like, what do you want us to talk about? Which, which 90s cartoons? And this came back well ahead of everything else. What, what was second? X-Men. That's a good one also. I agree. What was below that? Doug. Oh, Doug. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the story of a sad little boy or whatever I'm not joking either. I did put Doug in there. Okay, cool. Yeah, so obviously you can choose topics if you want to, or you can just watch this. That's fine as is. And if you want to leave a like, that's great, because this week we are talking about what is considered the greatest Batman the Animated Series episode. Heart of, of Ice. ice. Yeah. So do you want to give a bit of background on Mr. Freeze before this episode reinvented him? I mean, in short, he started out from nothing. Now we here, you know what I mean. <laughs> sure. But I mean, he was, you know, back in back in the the heyday of of Batman. Yes, some would argue all of Batman's the heyday of Batman. But yeah. when Batman sort of kicked off, mm. they needed a new villain every every month for a new yep. issue of Batman or Detective Comics. So uh, Mister Freeze started out as Mister Zero, and he was just a guy basically. But he, he had a he had a freeze gun. Yeah, so he's basically like a. An inventor slash petty criminal, because I guess those things go they together. They all were. And he just invented a freeze gun, and then one day it backfired on him. It froze his metabolism, so he had to wear like a like a cryogenic suit. Yes. Uh, I mean, they didn't have cryogenic suits back then. It was it was a it's it got a fridge box. It was called it's called it was called a frigid air suit. <laughs> it was just a diving suit filled with blocks of ice, and and he was just a guy who just did yeah. generic Batman villain stuff. He just robbed banks because he yep. knew, he wanted the money, or you know did some diamond heists. Exactly. Or what have you. He also showed up in the 1960s series in live action. Exactly. And that version has more in common with the live-action movie version with Arnold uh-huh. than the animated version. Yeah. There are hints of the animated version in it, but yes. if you look at those two, it's mostly the same. I mean, there's certainly some ascots and some smoking <laughs> yeah, jacks definitely, involved. Yeah. But yeah, so in the 60s, when the Batman TV series mm. uh, kicked off, they needed some kid-friendly villains. Yes. You don't want any murderous Joker, assorted serial killers. Sure. You don't want a mad monk who's secretly a murderous vampire, as an example. <laughs> what you need is just some some guys to look funny and, and, and yeah. cackle and rob banks. And so they got Mr. Zero, who'd, who'd then been renamed Mr. Freeze. And again, he was just kind of a just kind of a happy-go-lucky guy with a yeah. nice gun, just exactly. stealing diamonds. Yeah, and uh, and then when uh, Batman the Animated Series uh, kicked off... Yeah, they took the opportunity to... Well, they reinvented a lot of characters and also invented characters like Harley Quinn. But this is a complete retelling of this origin and I think really catapulted this supervillain into one of the best supervillains in kind of one foul stroke. One yeah. frozen stroke. 
not an expression, but I like it. So let's make it an expression. <laughs> That's right. James, let's finish this video in one frozen stroke. <laughs> oh, it feels good to say. That's right. So they kind of changed the origin to also match the look of this show because what I find fascinating about Batman the Animated Series, among many things, is that the animation was done on black paper. Yes. So they didn't have to fill in all the black to give it that kind of deep, dark look. It was already a deep, dark look. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. It was kind of highlighted things on top of that. And even little things like the frost on Mr. Freeze's helmet and the retro design of the suit. That's a Mike Mignola design. It's exactly it. It's it's before he did Hellboy and a bunch of other stuff. But yeah, I I think it's such an excellent origin. That being that he's not doing it because he's a guy who's just after diamonds or whatever. He's doing it because he was in a horrible accident, but he's trying to save his wife. Yes. Who's cryogenically frozen mm. yeah and he's a he's a man who you'll you notice in this in this episode when he's in mr freeze mode and he's got the goggles on and it's just these these red points of light yeah he looks like this soulless emotionless monster yes but then when the goggles come off you see that he's got yeah real human eyes and he's got it, real and human he, eyes he, and everything motion returns you know well the way they were going to play it originally anthony hopkins also was the first choice he couldn't do it because he's a famous actor sure yeah uh, but not there's not famous actors in the show of course there is but michael and sarah ended up doing it and went on uh, to do it numerous times but he wanted to emote more but bruce tim mm-hmm. was very much like playing flat this guy's essentially dead already and that's how he sees himself and i think this really does strike the balance between those two things yes you get the emotion like you talked about when he's out of the suit especially at the end Uh but you never get the sense that he is not a real man or never was a real man that's true there's still that humanity under the great art deco look of this character yeah this is also the first episode of the series to be directed by bruce tim and the first one written by paul dini as well oh the classic combo yeah that's right not the first episode of the show I, i should point out but the first time those two came together for this what i also like about this episode aside from literally everything yes, people uh, often consider this to be the best episode of the series mm-hmm. i tend to agree there's other ones that i like a lot mm-hmm. clock king for example sure yes is also not as famous but a really fun retelling of a dumb supervillain. Supervillain. <laughs> but this also was the first episode that Mark Hamill is in oh yeah right this is before he was cast as the joker because tim curry did it Prior, mm. this character that he's doing is like a homage to Phil Hartman. You know, that kind of slick yeah, kind of business yeah, yeah, guy. Right. Uh-huh. You know, you kind of the Troy McClure kind of, sure, uh, kind of yeah. situation uh-huh. there. I think one of the things that's, and just to talk broadly about this show, one of the things I really like, and this is apparently the idea of Kevin Conroy, he has a different voice when he's Bruce Wayne and Batman. Right. Uh-huh. And I think other people have obviously attempted to do that in various mediums. Uh-huh. But yeah. this one to me, they feel like completely different characters without it being completely ridiculous and over the top. The kind of casual demeanor that he puts on as Bruce Wayne mm-hmm. and then the way that he slips into it as Batman, even when he's just talking to Alfred. You now, you do get the sense that in this version, and that becomes kind of a more popular idea in, in later comics or even earlier, I guess, that the mask is Bruce Wayne. Oh, yeah, you know? right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, that's a testament to Kevin Conroy, professional voice actor. <laughs> it might just be, you reckon? <laughs> Decades of experience being a voice actor. So this was supposed to be a one-off thing. They weren't going to come back to the idea of Mr. Freeze. A lot of... There are, there are numerous characters in the animated series that get very limited play. The Riddler's only in maybe a couple of episodes. Yeah. The Grey Ghost. Yeah, right. Voiced by the great... Adam, the great Adam West. Adam West, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But this one, uh, they eventually brought him back for the episode Deep Freeze. Right. Which is basically an evil Walt Disney 
who wants to yes. cryogenically freeze himself. He looks a lot like Walt Disney. Does, and acts a lot like Walt yeah. Disney. Has that ever been confirmed? I wonder if they were if they designed him around Walt no, Disney. No, that, that is. That's oh, how it's it supposed okay. to be. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The well, idea of this theme park lunatic who wants to live forever so he cryogenically <laughs> freezes himself, which was a popular theory. Certainly way to go. I mean, you could just open a bunch of theme parks and serve overpriced food. I mean, yeah, it's up to that's you. That's fine too, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we talked about this a little bit before the show. It does feel like diminishing returns every time this character a little bit turns up, and I, that's not to say that there aren't good follow up episodes. Yeah, because I think they are, uh-huh. and I think the last one in particular, which yes. we'll get to, ends really strong. But I think it's also a credit to how good this first episode is. Yeah, that they never reach the heights of it. And I also feel like Deep Freeze, especially this the second season episode is more a Batman and Robin fight a bad guy yeah. and Mr. Freeze just happens to be in it. It's almost like they wanted to battle Mr. Freeze again, yeah. but because Mr. Freeze, Victor Freeze, has that tragic backstory, it yes. would seem almost cruel to bring him out of retirement <laughs> and have Batman and Robin beat him up. So they were like, okay, can we do, okay, let's say a guy wants Mr. Freeze's powers, so yes. he, he breaks Mr. Freeze out of prison. I also like how in this series that they find a way around the senses to still do horrifying things like for example that guy is trapped in a cryogenically frozen suit and he just drops to the bottom of the ocean presumably for all eternity well he does turn up in a comic and he's gone completely insane oh he escaped okay but yeah it's his last animated appearance but it's of course not mr freeze's last appearance because the second animated movie to come out of this series is batman and mr freeze sub-zero and i'd never really seen it before or not in full and certainly not recently bruce tim was working on superman the animated series at the time so he uh-huh. couldn't do it and he didn't like the idea that Nora, spoiler alert, at the end of this is revived. and revived, yeah. Because that means, like, who is this guy now? Because what are his yeah. motivations <laughs> behind anything? Because all this guy is, uh-huh. even to himself, is just someone trying to save this woman. Yeah, and right. they've taken that element away from him. And oh, no, God forbid anyone <laughs> yeah. gets a happy ending. Yeah, I know, right? But <laughs> I want to say for the record, I'm okay with that. I'm okay for a man yeah. who had a goal to save another person's life, achieve that goal. Well, I think he, that's good. He does briefly. He achieves happiness briefly because things end up pretty grim for him. But I don't think this movie is great. It's not as good as Mask of the Phantasm. No. And it's not as good as Return of the Joker, which we've talked about in another video. But yeah, it's just kind of an okay episode to me. Yeah. It's not terrible, and it's certainly yeah. worth a watch if you love this series and this character. It's certainly... The thing about the Batman animated series is the, the scale is kind of skewed. Yes. You know, it's, it's either a good episode or a great episode. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to seem biased, but, you know, it's very rare you go... Why did I watch that? Yeah, because even the one about I've got Batman trapped in my basement or whatever, the uh-huh. people are like, this is the worst one. I like that one. Yeah, right. I still think that one is better than most cartoons from the 90s. Sure. Yeah. So in the new Batman Adventures, which is mm. again a continuation of this, we get the episode Cold Comfort where he turns up and he just starts wrecking shop. People have built amazing things that they love and he's just going in and being like, hey, you love that thing? I've destroyed it. What thing specifically? Whatever they love. Like a great piece of art that they've created. A big sandwich they've enjoyed. Exactly. And Batman's like, why is this guy doing this? His Mm -hmm. wife was saved. What's wrong with him? Mm -hmm, Right? mm -hmm. The reveal is really interesting that his wife was saved. He never went back to her. Yes. And his condition worsened. And now... He's just a head and a robot suit. Oh, and no. that's what's left of him. So that's the reason why he's like, well, I can't love anybody, so I'm going to ruin everything for everybody else. 
He's a bad dude. They do a lot of kind of, they bring it around at the end of a lot of episodes where he actually is a nice guy. Yeah, right. But most of the time in these episodes, he does a terrible thing and then he has like a moment of where he's like, what am I even doing? I what, have a small amount of regret for this. Yeah. And then six months later, he's just fucking back at it again. <laughs> I just I just don't think that you can only redeem yourself so many times before it's like, this is a pattern more than anything else. Sure. You're not getting better here, are you? Also, the thing you, you must remember about uh, this character is he's not a real man and he's <laughs> often at the mercy of different creative teams because uh, if you recall when DC Comics was rebooted in the new 52 I think it was he got a new backstory in which Nora Freeze who we all assumed was the love of his life was in fact just a random cryogenically frozen woman that he fell in love with as a researcher and then basically stole. Yes. And, and she sort of became this... And he hates this, Batman yeah. because he thinks that Batman is robbing him of this Exactly, and, and she's just essentially this idol that he worships yeah. kind of thing. But then, I think a few years later, it's been re-retconned, so she is actually his wife again. And still frozen or something? I think so, yeah. yeah. Well, that's a complicated wrinkle, isn't it? It really is, yeah. An unnecessarily complicated wrinkle. Maybe, but yeah. that's, that's the thing, exactly. Like, you know, the problem with, you know, long-established characters is... You can retcon them for the better, you know. Yes. Anonymous Mr. Zero into the tragic Mr. Freeze, but then you can just straight up turn him into a monster again if you want to. Yeah, absolutely. Which is, you know, were it up to me, (laughs) were I the controlling interest in DC Comics, I'd probably say, hey, Nora Freeze is fine and you're also fine. Why don't, you go, why don't you go to Hawaii where it's always a, nice and warm? Here's a picnic basket exactly. you, can, you can take with your wife to the That's beach. Right. Yeah. His last appearance mm-hmm. animated in this series, of course, is the episode Meltdown from Batman Beyond. Oh, yeah. It's 50 years on. A cupboard is opened and his head's just in there. <laughs> okay, and he's sure. like, I've been in here for 50 years. And they say, okay, we're going to, we, you know, the, our boss, the weird nuclear man with the nuclear skeleton. Yes, yes. He wants a new body because he's mm-hmm. sick of his body, right? Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. It's the nuclear man body. Yeah. Yeah. And so they put Mr. Freeze in a new body and he's cured. So it's again that thing of like... For, I, for a while. Yeah, he's like, I feel so much better. For and a I'm, while. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry about everything. For a while. And look, if I've wronged you in any way, I'll try and help you if I can. For a while. And then, of course, the, the body starts to break down. Oh, and what? Con- yeah, his condition worsens. Oh my so God. he turns bad again, but then, of course, again, he has a change of heart. But then some stuff falls on him, and he dies for a minute, presumably. He'll and then he falls back into the cupboard. <laughs> That's right, exactly. Yeah, but I like the idea that in Batman Beyond, you cannot bring everybody back. Yes, that's true. And there are only so many ways you can do that. Otherwise, it's a lot of like, we're doing the Joker again, are we? Because we did the Joker. and yeah. Oh, we're doing Scarecrow as well. Like, there's hints of the universe that used to exist that no yes. longer does. And the idea that Mr. Freeze, somebody found the head and just kept it in the cupboard is completely on point, I feel, for this entire show. Yeah, right. I think uh-huh. it's a great reintroduction of the character. I think if there wasn't so much stuff in between, and if I hadn't shotgunned it all at once, right, I yes. think I would have enjoyed the kind of through line of yeah. the narrative as opposed to just, again, back to back to back to get yeah, to where that, we are. Yeah, that is often the problem, again, with these long-established characters, is if you just follow one for decades, yes. they just keep dying and coming back to life. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. I uh, do you want to hear about some deleted scenes from this episode. A Heart of Ice, yes. Absolutely. So the episode, of course, inspired a story-based campaign in Batman Arkham Origins titled Cold, Cold Heart. Yeah. Again, a lot of the same creative team narratively are on board for that game. And there's also, of course, the very famous boss battle from that game where you take on Mr. Freeze in a yeah, stealth section. It's a great mission, and he, yeah. uh, he learns your attacks and, uh, and, and can counter them. After you've performed them once, I think. That's right. Yeah. There's also going to be a moment where, after the accident happens to him, 
his hair is frozen and it kind of comes off in chunks and oh, he goes to grab it. It was wow. a more kind of horrific moment. It went over the airtime and they had to cut that out. And also the planned ending was to have Mr. Freeze weeping in his cell and the tears freezing and then turning to snowflakes. Oh. And uh, Tim and Deanie mentioned that, look, if they could go back and do anything again, they would change that to be the case in that okay. episode. That being said, it was adopted in Batman and Robin. And that being said, why isn't the liquid already frozen inside his body? Because then he wouldn't be able to move at all. I know. Makes you think, doesn't it? <laughs> yes. You know what else makes you think? What's that? What are the fucking odds this guy's name is Freeze? Like before right? this happens yeah. to him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's only two ways he could have gone. He could have gone as Mr. Freeze yes. or Mr. French Fries. I was going to say, because technically it's fries. It is it? fries, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'd be like if Scarecrow's real name was Jason Scarecrow. Right? Oh, look, it's Reginald Clayface. Or if the Joker's name was Arthur Fleck. Affleck, <laughs> like Ben Affleck, the Batman. That'd be ridiculous. You wouldn't do that, would you? You would do it. Oh. Because people wouldn't immediately get it, and that's why it's clever. That is very clever. Yeah, thank you very much. Very clever. Anyways, of course, we also have a podcast called The Weekly Planet where we talk movies and comics and TV shows that comes out every Monday. Swing on by if you want to. We love... Like Batman. Like Batman would and has. Yeah. And then freeze on your listening platform of choice. I think it's fries. Oh. Spill some fries on your listening platform of choice and hit the play button. I don't want to put a Z on the end of that instead of an S. You would, wouldn't you? Or maybe Mm. just freeze. Yeah. Like how you would spell it like a normal person. That's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah. Also, he's a doctor, I think, technically. He'd be Dr. Freeze. Yeah, he would, wouldn't he? Yeah. Dr. Fries. (laughs) There's a new character for you. It's his arch nemesis because he's always hot. He's made of hot oil. Oh, my goodness. And and sliced up potatoes. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll see you next week. Grab that Jimmy, guys. We'll see you soon. Goodbye. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. A new year is full of surprises, but one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take care of orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups, automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hey guys, welcome to Giggly Squad, a place where we make fun of everything, but most importantly, ourselves. I'm Paige DeSorbo. I'm Hannah Burner. Welcome to the squad. Giggly Squad started on Summer House when we were giggling during an inappropriate time. But of course, we can't be managed. So we decided to start this podcast to continue giggling. We will make fun of pop culture news. We're watching. Fashion trends. Pep talks where we give advice. Mental health moments. And games and guests. Listen to Giggly Squad on Acast or wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. 
ACAST.com. <laughs>